You're listening to DraftKings Network. Folks, Mother's Day is around the corner, and let me talk to you about 1-800-Flowers. I can't wait. Every year, it's a tradition. I send stuff to my mother, my mother-in-law, and my wife because they are three amazing moms. They're better than all your moms out there. You think you have good moms? No, I have good moms in my life. I'm just kidding. This was a little harsh. I'm sure you guys all have good moms too. From your mom to the mother of your children and all the moms in between, this Mother's Day, give back to the ones that have given you everything. 1-800-Flowers helps you celebrate all amazing moms from homemade bouquets, sweet treats, gourmet food, and one-of-a-kind gifts ordered easily and delivered fresh. For a limited time, you can save up to 40% off Mother's Day bestsellers at 1-800-Flowers.com slash Dan. Don't wait. Order today and save up to 40% at 1-800-Flowers.com slash Dan. Now's a good time to remember where the story of tequila started. In 1795, the first tequila distillery was opened by the Cuervo family. And 229 years later, Cuervo is still going strong. Family-owned from the start, same family, same land. Now's a good time to enjoy Cuervo, the tequila that invented tequila. Go to Cuervo.com to shop tequila or visit a store near you. Cuervo, now's a good time. Trademarks owned by Beckley. SAB, the CV. Copyright 2024. Proximo. Jersey City, New Jersey. Please drink responsibly. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Dan Levator Show with the Stugatz Podcast. So, Dan, you know Stugatz and his ways of being, <laughs> behaving, and just, you know, things. The way that he is. Scams and lies. Yeah, well, I mean, yes, but, like, the weirdest well, part you, is, like, this part where it's, like, an unnecessary lie and an unnecessary scam because, like, some of his scams and lies lead to personal gain and benefit in some form or another, right? And you're like, I guess that's an understandable scam lie. He's getting something out of this, right? Mm -hmm. This one didn't benefit him in any way, was absolutely unnecessary, we all knew, except the person he was lying to, that it wasn't going to happen, and yet it still occurred. So at the live Just show... Just so you know, though, his scams are always necessary. They may not always be productive, but he does scam for the sake of scamming. Like, it doesn't have to... Just for to, the thrill. That's I correct. love a good scam. That's correct. Yeah. Just, to, just to go on the joyride, whether it results in anything of gain or not, the gain... In, it's... Uh, it's basically enjoying every morsel of life the way that people who are enlightened enjoy life, except the reverse of it, where just the act of scamming itself allows him to live his best life. You guys are too kind. Listen, I just like to see where a scam goes. I mean, I do. The thrill I mean, of the scam, right? Really. Yeah. What, have you, it's like a lazy river. Can I ask you a question Thank respectfully? Because I know that this is going to not be Me well received. Oh. You. Oh. What is the scan that you've gone down that you've gotten in over your head and you realize I've gone too far? Uh, the one you're about to tell. No, because yeah. there's another one that's worse than that that's also currently going on. Huh. And it's pre-sales to a book you haven't written yet. Because hmm. yeah. that seems like we're down a path that you need to now deliver a book that doesn't the book, exist. The book is written, though. 
It's not written. I haven't written the foreword yet. Well, that part of the book isn't written. A couple people have written some things. Better get on that, Dan. Okay. I mean, the book is written, though. It's not, but it's not written. Well, your part's not written, but you assured me you would do it after the Super Bowl, and now the Super Bowl is over, and so I expected this week. It's just a copy and paste. That's all we're missing. Copy and paste. A couple loose ends. Get on it. He asked me to write the foreword, and he called it... He, he spelled it, the, like, instead F-O-U-R. of reverse forward. Yes, he spelled it incorrectly. <laughs> right. What's wrong with that? Just write it. <laughs> Anyways, so the scan that I'm talking about, we had Caratop on the show on Friday, the live show, and Caratop revealed that he did not have a Super Bowl ticket. He wanted to go to the game, but he did not have a Super Bowl ticket. Mm-hmm. And my sources have told me, and I'm sure you guys witnessed this, that when the show was over and Caratop was done, Stugatz went out of his way to promise Carrot Top he was going to get him a ticket to the game. He said, I got you. I can get you a ticket. Mm-hmm. I got you. Right. It got to the point that well, The Carrot- guy was hanging around forever. <laughs> so you told him this so he'd go away? Well, I mean, I just wanted him to leave. Yeah, I mean, I love Carrot Top, but he was someone. just like hanging around waiting for Dan to get him a ticket. And I'm like, Carrot, I got you. Okay, I got a ticket for you. I was really taking the heat off Dan. I was doing it for a teammate. But, but yeah. your, your plan to get rid of him was to get him a Super Bowl ticket. That yes. would make him move away from you. Correct. And hope that it would not come back to haunt me. Well, okay. what happened next, to my understanding, is Carrot Top then gave Stugatz his Carrot Top business card. Which is delightful when you see it. He? he gave him his Carrot Top business card and contact for his, you know, assistant. Parno Jeff. And then that, yes. Okay. And then that was passed off. And then, you know, the person that the card was passed off to said, kind of like, why, why are you giving me this card? And Carrot Top said, because you guys promised me a Super Bowl ticket. Mm. So mm. then now there's other people involved and there's layers that Stugatz has created between him and Caratop and this empty promise for a Super Bowl ticket, right? right? Yeah. Now, at some point, someone reaches out and is like, do you have the Super Bowl ticket? And then that person has to reach out to Stugatz and says, Stugatz, are you getting this person a Super Bowl ticket? To Stugatz replied, I'm not getting that person a ticket. Mm-hmm. So you never intended to get him a ticket, but assured him you would get him a ticket. He was in the game. That's that's the thing. <laughs> so now everybody hears that you assured him that you were going to get him a ticket. He somehow found his way into the game. Yep. He was in a booth with all the celebrities. Right. And then the assumption is, wow, Stugatz came through. He got him a ticket to the Super Bowl. He's welcome. When you did nothing. What do you mean? Why would you promise him that when you had no intention of delivery? I what told did you, you the reason. He was hanging around. I felt like he would have hung around forever. And so I just said, Garrett, I got you. And then he left. That's all. I mean, he was going to eventually ask Dan after the show for the Super Bowl ticket. I don't think so. I think he was. I think he yeah. did his thing. He said, you think that Dan would have more connections in that town than Caratop to get into the game? I mean, he got in. Well, it is odd that Caratop needed me or Dan to get him into the Super Bowl. I, I assumed mean, it was just all a bit. To do like comedy around. No, like, he oh. didn't. He didn't have tickets. In fact, uh, Valerie and I went to go see him Friday night. He still does a great show. Mike Ryan thought that the carrot top we got on Friday morning was coming in off of a bender and was in bad shape. And I thought he was in bad shape only because he had done seventy radio row interviews, <laughs> not because he was coming in off of a bender. Because he was just tired of making jokes for you know uh, whoever it is that was doing an afternoon show in Des Moines. I sat next to him. It looked like he had gone through it. Just being honest. 
Love Carrot. Love he Carrot. always looks that way. I was going to say, we had him last year at the Super right. Bowl. He was kind of like that, too. Okay, but he did end up in a suite with a lot of celebrities. He ended up with Gordon Ramsay and Guy Fieri and whoever. I pulled some strings. I mean. I th- was Chappelle there? Wayne was Newton that- was in that booth. They, but the oh. internet thought it was Gene Simmons. There was one clip of, like, it's Carrot Top and I Gene that, Simmons. And that's clearly Wayne Newton. They didn't watch the Levitar show on Thursday, I guess. <laughs> that happened to a lot of people. A lot, And, and I got to be honest with you, it's insulting to Gene Simmons. No, no, no offense to Wayne Newton, who's 81. This is the second time you've now offended him in four days. <laughs> it, it, he, one of them's 81, and Gene Simmons is not. Can we talk about when Wayne Newton almost fell out of his chair on our set? Tony, who was sitting right next to had Wayne to hold Newton. Him down, yeah. No, Tony, I had to nudge you. You were—I don't know what you were looking at. Wayne I was Newton, at you. an 80-year-old man. Is a, like a high, it was like a bar stool, like sized chair. And it was like, he was like a little awkward for him to get into. And it started to do the thing where he like just leaned into it and it was going back. I don't know what Tony was looking at because I was just like, and I nudged Tony to like save him. And luckily at the last second, save Tony him. like got his hand. But I'm telling you, put if a to- paw in there. If Tony Dale. didn't put his paw in there, he was going down. And that's how we were kicking off our interview with him. Dan was talking, so I was listening to him to see what he was going to say, and then Chris nudged me, and I look I'm over. I'm like, he's going! And luckily it was, a sm- it was put very a hand slow. Out. It was a slow fall back. <laughs> and it was almost horrific. I still have my top five tops. Let's do it. Gene top Simmons five, is 74, by the way. Top Jesus five Christ. tops uh, from Stugatz. This is how he was going to introduce Carrot Top last Friday. I have OLI. All right, OLI. Carrot Top. <laughs> Any other OLIs? Nope. Number five. Rocky Top. Number four. Muffin Top. Number three. Kind you eat, right? Sports yeah. Center Top Ten. Number two. Stouffer Stove Top. Should be number one. It's going to kill a live audience, Dan. Call back. Because <laughs> you remember? Number one. Top Gun. Apparently, Stugatz's personal record book is right now the number one bestseller on Amazon sports essays list. Boom! Thank you, audience. Stugatzbook.com. Book's almost done. Sports essays? <laughs> Image well, not available. Just waiting on Dan. I mean, <laughs> number two, Stephen A. Number one, image not available. How great is that? <laughs> Really I, speaks volumes. To people, this I promise a book is coming. Okay, it, it, ten it, months from now, but it's coming. Okay, it, uh, it speaks volumes. However, the volumes are not in any way written yet. <laughs> I'm ahead of Greeny. <laughs> I would love to hear the audio version of this, where you're reading the book. I think I would pay more for that than I would pay for the book, where you're reading a book to someone. Well, I'll charge it up. I'll jack it up, Billy. Forty nine ninety nine. Just for you. He should only be allowed to read the parts he writes, which is none of the book. (laughs) Billy, can I get the other scam that Stugatz is running next? Stugatz here for my friends over at Simply Safe. When you travel, do concerns back home nag you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? That's why I recommend investing in Simply Safe Home Security today for award winning security and peace of mind wherever your summer plans take you. I've had Simply Safe in my home for many years now. The peace of mind it gives me, especially during the summertime when I'm all over the place, is incredible because I know the things I care about, the things I value back home. 
I can always keep an eye on it using Simply Safe's indoor and outdoor cameras. So do me a favor. Before you head out on your next vacation, make sure to protect your whole home with Simply Safe's variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, plus add sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, no contracts to worry about, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. So right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash DLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Don Lebatard. How do people always go missing in the mountains? Don't go to the mountains. And by the way, I don't want to bring race into it. This is the most white people thing ever. Going missing in the middle of the mountains. It's the strangest thing. You go by yourself. You don't take a radio. You don't take a phone. You're missing for four days and they find you like 10 years later covered in snow. And it's like, don't go by yourself. If you're going to go on a trail, don't go by yourself. Stugatz. Put it on the poll. Is it the whitest person thing ever, I believe is what you called it? Going into the woods by yourself. Is going into the woods by yourself. I can't disagree with that, man. I mean, so so black people don't camp? Yeah, black people don't hike. They don't camp. They don't go out into the woods. This is the Don Lebatar Show with the Stugatz. Tony is lamenting a bit the throwing of a Super Bowl party, the hosting of a Super Bowl party. I think we can agree that it is much better to go to someone else's Super Bowl party than it is to have to host your own and then deal with all of the uh, cleanup and all of the insanity. Uh, Tony, how did you go about making this decision to decide to host a Super Bowl party? So, Dan, I'm a bit of a control freak, right? So I like when things are done on my terms and I get to dictate what gets done. The thing is, if I go to somebody else's house, then I got to eat what they're eating, then I got to do things that cater to them instead of cater to me, right? So I like to have all that stuff under my roof. So my parents graciously graciously allowed us to do the Super Bowl party there. So we invited, obviously, my family. Billy, why are you making faces about that? You didn't host the party then. No, buddy, I hosted. I was going to invite you, but I knew you were going to come. If it's not your problem to deal with at the end of the night, you didn't host it. No, it's my problem because I'm the one hosting. It's just the house is being rented to us to have the Super Bowl party, essentially, right? So I have to make the burgers. I got to make the dogs. I got to make sure that the furniture is all set up. Everybody comes out, has a great time. But then at the end of the night, we got to pick up all the stuff. And it's almost like, look, I want to sit front and center, but I can't, right? I want to drink some alcoholic beverages, but I can't. You know why? Because a good host never drinks alcoholic beverages. They're making sure that everything's happening. Hey, are you good? You need something over here? You Crazy. Over you want another hot dog? I got you. So I'm, I'm a gracious host and I like hosting. The problem is it's exhausting. I'm exhausted today. And by 11 p.m., now everyone gets to start powering down, yeah. powering down, and you do not get to power down. So overtime arrives, and now you want everybody out of the house, but now this is the longest game ever played in the Super Six Bowl. Six hours long. Yeah. What are we doing? He's got an extra hot dog. I need one. So, And then there's kids running. We had Lewis had three kids. His brother brought three kids. There's another three kids. So there's a lot of kids running around. So I have to make sure there's no guard on the pool. The dog's running around crazy. So I have to make sure that the dog is not getting little kids because they're running after everybody. Then I got to make sure the kids aren't in the Billy pool. and Jessica are, are getting stressed out just looking at you talk about this. Who needs any of that frustration in your life? What's the benefit? You get to see your people you work with. You'll see them today. Did you, you even get to watch any of the game? Oh, yeah. I was locked in on the game. How? Because I had to stand around the kids everywhere. Yeah. I, well, they were screaming a little bit further out. I just had to kind of look around, make sure they weren't falling in the pool. You know how to stay on kids. This is pool. coming off a weekend in Vegas or week. I was in Vegas. exhausted. Oh boy, I was exhausted. <laughs> but. 
We made like 40 hamburgers. I was slaving over the grill for like 45 minutes to an hour for oh. each one of these batch of hamburgers. Nobody ate hamburgers. The party I was at no, had, had no. a two, a two TV situation. So I was like, I had to go outside very early on before the game started and establish dominance over that TV. I turned the volume up. I turned, like, you know, because one TV had Taylor Swift songs playing before the game. I was at one of those kind of parties. And uh, outside had the pregame show on, but the volume was muted. So I had to, I I jacked up that volume and I established this is going to be the commercials and the halftime show TV. Okay. If you're not into that, get inside. All right. That's where the non serious people are. This is where we're taking it serious. This is where we're keeping it down a little bit mm-hmm. at the right times. Right. you got to establish dominance over Stugatz, a Stugatz, we were talking earlier about the idea of if you're uh, having a very strong reaction to the Super Bowl halftime show, Chris Cody was alleging that you have your mind made up before it even starts, whether you're rooting for this or not rooting for it, and then it's going to form your opinion. The question I want to ask you is, do you believe anyone listening to this or any of the millions and millions of people who might have been fence-sitting on what their opinion was on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey as a relationship, do you believe many minds were changed watching them embrace at the end of that, that, that people mm. could believe in the idea, however cynical they were about love, that they were enjoying that moment together in a way that was obvious to me and... I didn't have much an opinion either way on Taylor Swift, anything related to it. But when I saw them together at the end of that, I'm like, how sweet for them that they're able to enjoy intimacy in public with America and get their private moment or as private as it can be, given the circumstances. You love love, huh? You do. You love to see. I, I mean, I just. They, they I thought were, it was a nice moment they, they as well. Were, well, yes. I'm asking. I'm not asking you if it was a nice moment or it not. It was though. I'm asking you if people changed their mind. If people, uh, who I think were, you can count on one hand the amount of people that were like, "Man, I was so anti this, and now I'm all in." Right. I agree with Chris on that. For me, it's been great. I don't think many, you know, many people had their mind changed last night. Uh, but I have been a fan of this story the entire season. It has gotten my daughters into football in a way they've never been into football before. And that's a really cool thing. I feel like it's the same with my opinion of Brock Purdy after the game. feel the exact same way about him I felt last week. Yeah. I'm like, hmm, did a good job. That Brock Purdy thing is a weird, like, I don't think anyone knows how to talk about him after this game. It's like everyone's like, he was fine. Okay. He was yeah. He, he had some really good throws. Yeah, bad mo- a couple bad moments. Couple, it's just like yeah, couple, everyone couple just kind croppers. of like she just said. It feels like everyone is exactly where they were on Brock Purdy. Well, Brock Purdy didn't lose the game. He was not the reason, which is a great case scenario for Brock Purdy. It. He didn't win it. He didn't lose but it. But he though. did lose it. Well, yeah, but he didn't. But he did. Well, he technically Shanahan, he lost the game, I, but he right. did. I feel he like did. you heard Jamel, if you could understand her earlier. Uh, it was Kyle Shanahan. Uh, Shanahan seems to be wearing it more. Like well, the, should people be. were criticizing what he did. Yeah. But he did lose the game. Brock did lose the game, but was not the reason they lost the game. That's all I'm saying. Not the reason. If he were the reason, that'd be a different story. Well, he was the reason in that they didn't score a touchdown at the end, and then Mahomes did because (laughs) Brock Purdy didn't score a touchdown. But the Chiefs' DBs are so good. I don't know Mm -hmm. how much you put on Purdy for the the Chiefs' 
defense being so good. Oh, but I'm just playing with the uh, the spoofy idea of you're <laughs> absolutely right. He's not the reason that he lost the game, but he lost the game. And Stugatz's quarterback analysis is always, did you win the game yeah. or did no. you lose the but game? But he didn't lose the game. But he did right. lose the no. game. Kyle but he lost, lost. But he lost, lost the game no, forever. not technically. He lost or, the game forever. We're going to have to check out Stugatz's book a couple months from now and see if he won or lost the game. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Or Patrick won the game. I mean, you'd say that. Also, did Patrick win the game, though? Patrick yeah. won the game. Patrick did win the yes. game. Yeah, he won yeah. the game. Yeah. Decided yeah. The, yeah. the rare overtime win the coin toss, lose the coin toss decision. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Whoever we blame. With your genius head coach not knowing the rules. Mm-hmm. Whether we blame Shanahan, whether we blame Purdy, we can all agree it was a heart-racing moment brought to you by Bear Aspen. Wow. That is the one thing Which we moment? can agree on. <laughs> Absolutely. And Which moment? Them. And did you know? That heart disease risk factors such as diabetes or high blood pressure can increase your chance of heart attack by up to 2%. Yeah. Learn more and assess your heart risk factors at checkyourheartrisk.com. Brought to you by Bear Aspirin, the official sponsor of Fans Hearts. Dan, I think Cam was right. About game manager versus on game display, breaker. On display, yeah. gave you the game manager, Brock Purdy, who was okay, didn't lose the game, didn't win the game, didn't really do anything. That's what a manager the does. And then yeah. all of a sudden, the game breaker on the other side, fourth and one, runs for 22 yards, makes things happen, throws the final touchdown. Cam's right. Yep. Did you guys hear Jim Nance? I think it was Jim Nance. And I, if I hear, I heard this wrong. This is what I heard. And I'm sure someone else heard this out there. He said something along the lines of, I think the conversation about Brock Purdy being a game manager has come to an end. He's a game executive or something like that. I'm like, what? Yes, the he did hell say that. Does that even mean? He did say that. He's yes. been promoted out of middle what management. What does that mean? The American tier. dream. What does that mean? He's he, got equity now. He can afford a house. He lost, but he's a game executive now. Giving him Go a to parachute. Wasn't the reason they lost. Nance worked that out though. Nance was Nance was cooking that all week, and you know what? Some of the rejected ones were. He's like, he's no longer a game manager. He is now an executive vice president. He's got stock. Options. <laughs> what do you think of Jim Nance being the Travis Kelsey hype man on the stage where he was trying to set him up for chance? Oh, yeah. uh, I, Travis yesterday, man, between like shoving Andy Reid a little bit and then like screaming himself hoarse on the stage, I'm like, oh my God. I would have thought that the whole dating Got Taylor thing would have made him not do the screaming thing on mm. stage. I feel like that's something you do before you're dating no, Taylor Swift. You got to do it. I mean, he's just being himself, I guess. No, nah, they just, already said the L word. He can be himself. I again. just imagine Taylor. Yeah. That's who she fell in love with. I imagine Taylor reacting internally to like him doing that and being like, ooh, does this work with my brand? Ooh, that's a, like, you know what I mean? Just a, a quick moment Aggressive. of, I hope he keeps this, like, we don't want to go viral for the wrong reasons here. I'm uh, surprised that all of you are so cynical that the moment that they shared on the field is something that you just sort of shrug your shoulders about. That I was it. screaming about Kyle Shanahan being a fraud for 20 minutes after that game yeah. ended because mm-hmm. Stugatz has brainwashed me, Dan. I, I just don't think, like, us five are the right audience yeah, for, right. like, Not cynical, just desensitized. Yeah, yeah. We, we yeah. I, I just don't care. We've had a season full of love. We get it. You love We've been talking about Chris. Taylor Swift for months. Exactly. With all due respect to the Swifties. But that's as happy as they've looked together. Well, yeah, sure. no, the, the yeah. no, I think Maybe, the I NFC cha- or the AFC Championship game, she's like, this is the proudest. And she's like, they had audio because the cameras are close enough. She's like, this is the proudest I've ever been of anyone ever. ever <laughs> and he was like, I'm going to celebrate ever. with the boys. I love she's you like, so much. Okay, I love oh. you. Do you guys think she has a, uh, a breakup song in the holster? Yeah. 
Yeah. Or if they lost. Now we're in repeat. No, Absolutely. She has a breakup double I mean, that's out, what, album. That's where you're taking it after what I've brought up. That's, well, I'm just wondering if. if that's, that's we worked this out doing. on God Bless Football we where did. We, we tried to figure out she has a new album coming out in April. Did she record a breakup song? Just oh, so it's, in it's, case. So, so it's, just in case it didn't make it until album so release. So it's not we just even. That one in there. Something to ponder, it's, so it's not even that it's not original in any way and not the place it to was take original the earlier. I mean, I brought it up. Today, it's something that people. It's not just something We're people... We're all one show, I mean. Same team here. It's not just that people for three months have been saying that same tired shit. No, this is new because no. there's an album coming no, but out. But it's yeah. also it's the same gaggy. tired shit that he already did three hours earlier on God Bless Football. Oh, cool. So it's not even reheated tired shit. It's already <laughs> doubly reheated from the tired shit that he was doing earlier this morning. Also stolen because someone else brought that up earlier. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. man. Okay, True. so. I do think she wrote a song about if the Chiefs lost. Yeah. Same team, guess. Playing for He's going to skate on almost knocking Andy Reid over. If he had knocked, you know what? The thing that now I. Now we're pondering, boys. The, the, I'll tell you, I will tell you what I was pondering and what I was hoping. This is what I was hoping that two things had made that situation exacerbated. One, Andy Reid falls over and has trouble getting up, which is what would have happened to Wayne Newton if Tony hadn't rescued him. Put a paw out there. <laughs> that a boy. But this part, and I don't think anybody considered this, Andy Reid immediately getting up and then benching Travis Kelsey for the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Don Lebertard. You know Literally. what a razor is, Dan? I do not know. I don't know what a Motorola razor is. You don't? No. You, I bet you you had one. I did not have one. Really? Well, let's walk through your phone history. What kind of phone? I never have you had? had a Motorola Razor. I did not have a Motorola. What was your razor. first phone? Ooh, not a, a Motorola telegraph razor. machine. After that, the, you, the Motorola Razor, Dan, was the one that was like really, really thin. That it flipped over, but it was like as thin as like a razor blade. That's why they called it the Razor. What is a telegraph machine? I don't know. They had one in Downton Abbey. Stugats. The what? Titanic. Stop. Has sunken. Stop. John Jacob Astor, stop. Is missing. Stop. You think that was my phone? You think that my first phone was uh, the Titanic's emergency signal? This is the Don Lebatar Show with the Stugats. Set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Sin City banging like my Hall of Fame vote, so get those stakes up higher. Viva Greg Cody! Viva Greg Cody! Lady Luck, please, you're gonna smile on me. Keep those lobos rolling hot, I know. We're gonna have more fun than the law allows Like an episode of the Greg Cody Show Viva Greg Cody Viva Greg Cody 
Oh, there's a blackjack table and a roulette wheel. A fortune to win with every spin. I'm gonna conquer this city like it's PMPI. So let's let the winning begin. Viva Greg Cody. Viva Greg Cody. I will tell you, Stugatz, and I know you caught me a couple of times over the last week crying, and I will tell, I didn't talk to you about this, but I will tell you the things that were making me cry the couple of times that you caught me crying. Um, when we were going under and through the duress at the end with ESPN, and there were a handful of times that uh, Greg Cody was coughing, and this was, I'm not even talking about on air, I'm talking about off air when I was on the phone with him. This was before I knew that my brother was sick and dying. I thought Almost every time that I was talking to Greg Cody, time is short. I'm going to have to bury my friend soon. Like it was a very strong feeling that I had on me all the time that was reminded like an alarm, like a siren all the time that he was having trouble breathing and enjoy these moments. Mm -hmm. And when I saw him on the screen happier than I've ever seen him, keep in mind, my career in radio began with him as the singing sports writer. It was a stupid thing that we were doing, and he ran out of songs like he's run out of back-in-my-day ideas. But he was so invigorated, so lively, so youthful, breathing so well, drinking so much. It's the happiest I've ever seen him being able to do all of that in front of people, youthful, invigorated, to be able to give a mentor of mine... That, yes. when I feared like he was dying two or three years ago, it was palpably moving to me in ways that very few things ever doing this have been. Just to see the size of it all, the scope of it all, like him, you know, that that ESPN forced us to do it ourselves and we did, and that the result of that was... the result of his son being let go resulting in that particular triumph uh, was just deeply moving to me to be able to see him steal the show in Las Vegas, us doing it differently than any other media outlet was doing it with a 69-year-old guy singing to Wu-Tang and, and introduced by Flavor Flav and, and, and singing, singing in front of Wayne singing Newton. Singing in front of yes. Wayne Newton. Like all, all of it um, was just, just wildly gratifying. Greg Coat. I mean, he crushed it. He had a great weekend. And Chris, like, I hope you know, and I know you know this, but your dad is a godsend. Like, we love him. And it was so great for, I think, all of us to be able to spend some quality time with your dad outside of these studios because he's just one of those people that make you smile. And honestly, more than half a dozen people came up to me individually and was just like, I had a really cool moment with your dad. Like, behind the scenes people, in front of camera people. It was just... It was really cool to spend time with everybody and just bond and, you know, not as much trauma bonding. To me, I felt like it was, what's the opposite of trauma bonding? Regular bonding. Just regular bonding. (laughs) Just bonding, yeah. That's what it felt like to me. Have fun. Yeah. Those are fake bonds. Trauma bonds are the ones that really last, I'm telling you. Top five bonds? You you got through it together. Go bond. Barry bonds. Barry. James. James, yes. 007. Stocks and bonds. The chief. Munis. I, uh, I want to... 
entertain with you guys the hypothetical. We'll talk more with Greg Cody tomorrow about these things. But can we for a second? I'm sure he won't want to talk about himself. Right. I mean. I'm sure he'll be real reluctant. It'll be a real it'll be a real arm twisting to get him to say he, he, he's so dying to run into the studio right now and then talk about all the things that involve him. He'll be here at 5 a.m. tomorrow. Yes. Never more prepared than tomorrow. Just to relive the whole thing. I'm just, I, I've never seen him so ready to do the Greg Cody show featuring Greg Cody. With? Fine. I want you guys to entertain with me the hypothetical right now for the last, let's see if we can do this for the last six minutes of this show, uh, hour two here together. And this is the hypothetical that I want you to entertain with me. And I want to now talk about it as if we're coming onto the air for the first time today. <laughs> Travis Kelsey has indeed bumped Andy Reid and knocked him over. Huh. Andy Reid gets up and benches him. The Chiefs Wait, lose. Bench press? No. Well, someone is getting up here. He, he gets up with yes. the help of others. Yep. Like when he was on with Chris Jones, on mm -hmm. top of Chris Jones. Almost a hunk. Mm -hmm. And he has reacted to Travis Kelsey bumping him the way any God-fearing American of a conservative football league would suggest you have to react, punish the labor for being bad. And now he's benched and the Chiefs lose the Super Bowl. <laughs> Let's do that show. And then Belichick calls. Right now. Right now. Can you just leave Belichick out of a conversation for six minutes? He's calling, though, Dan. He's calling. That is when Belichick is calling. You need, you need, him, a, huh? you need a coach who won't bench Travis Kelsey in that circumstance? I didn't bench Aaron Hernandez. If he calls the hunch, Dan, what do you do? Mm -hmm. Now, I don't want to do this. I love sports fanfic. But you're saying he benches Kelsey and then he I, loses I, the game? What I, what I am He's, saying is he crushed today. Stugatz. Stugatz. He'd be a wanted man. Yeah. Like if he benched Travis Kelsey, I would. Does just he, for his safety, I wish he wouldn't do that. Does Taylor dump him like right on the spot if that happens? I can't have this. this is bad PR. Again, again, you guys are losing sight of one portion of this hypothetical. The Belichick that, call. No. Uh, oh. Uh, no. Uh, the visual image of Andy Reid tumbling to the ground because of the rage of what everyone will then re recognize. Oh, he's big and strong, this Franken Frankenstein who rules this league. He's so big and strong that an old man has been toppled and is having trouble getting up because the tight end is really big and strong. So he's 65. It's the physical appearance mm -hmm. of Andy Reid is what you're it's talking about. all of it. If I'm he does it to Dan Campbell, not a big story, and Dan's not falling. Is it a know? Don Zimmer-type right. fall? Right. <laughs> That's, it's a great <laughs> Dan, that is a great the the type of fall How matters. you tumble yeah. Yeah. Is there a little blood on his head? You guys are ignoring the parts of the hypothetical uh, I have placed in here that are part. most important. Yes, America has a visual. The Swifties have just seen an old man knocked over by the rage of someone who's got one catch for one yard. Carted off, broken hip. Torn ACL. Does he Doug come out? Oh my God! What if he coaches the second half in the hospital bed up in a suite? <laughs> like what's Hugh his Freeze. face? Yeah, that's the guy. Oh. But as we learned early in the show, Andy Reid can take a fall if we can put this video back up. Come on, he can do it. He can fall with the best of them and get right back up. Let's go. Let's see this. Thing. We didn't answer Dan's question. No, this no. is a fall of Andy <laughs> Reid's choosing. Oh, we didn't spend though, spend enough time. No, here. this right. is he was pushed. He chose over. to fall. He, he, yeah. Well, he sort of <laughs> chose to fall. Come on now, help me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> so close. I could watch this for the rest of time. What was he thinking? I think in the moment he's like, I want to hug this guy. No, he Get was over just here. standing over him. He was pushed ah, into that. Billy, he had oh, no in- fell, Billy, he had no intention oh, of going missionary, missionary oh. position. How's your uncle? None. <laughs> Dan, does a stretcher come out? Yeah. Randy Reed? Is he in a wheelchair? How about the blue tent? Does he go to the blue tent? Ooh, the blue tent. The blue tent. What if yeah. he deadlifts, Kelsey? Oh. Tony is right in saying this was so close to him putting his hand directly oh, on the junk of Chris Jones. I could watch this for 10 years. Groping oh, it. I love it's, it's, it's See? Yeah. That would have been a different right. story. Right. That's that's really hard, man. That was like three rolls. Right. We're, now really looking at, we're now looking at Don Zimmer. Thank you. For the audio yeah. crew, we well, now have gross. video of Pedro throwing Don Zimmer by the head to the ground. That was more of a, oh, that, yeah. was like a that was like an Olay. Yeah. Oh, he, he, just kinda oh, he fell on a bat, too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I've never seen that before. Don Zimmer rolls three times? Yeah, bad visual on the roll. Man, let me see here. One, two, Wow, yeah. Uh, he had it coming. Let's be honest. Yeah, he charged him. Yeah. He, he charged him. Yeah, yeah exactly. But Roy, right. the bat is not Pedro's fault. It just happened to be there. Right? Yeah, it just happened to be there. Yeah. For those of you not watching, an 80-year-old Don Zimmer oh. charged at 165-pound Pedro Martinez forehead first. Mm-hmm. The police officer starts patting him. On Pedro the then grabbed a charging 81-year-old Don Zimmer by the ears, by the ears. and laid him onto the ground. Whereupon uh, Don Rimmer, Don, Rimmer. Don Zimmer rolled two times on the ground. And I will now ask you the question and ask you with two minutes left huh. to do the show with me. Travis Kelsey has knocked over Andy Reid. There is not a stretcher. It is simply Andy Reid knocked over. How about the blue tent? Did he no. struggle to get up? There, yes. He okay. floundered he like struggled. his arms and legs. Okay. No, 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 Billy. Like Andy, a beetle on no, his back. No, Andy Reid jumped up off his back like a dancer <laughs> in the usher. Like Tyree yes, Gilder. Like a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and Andy Reid had no trouble getting up whatsoever. He sprung up like one of Usher's dancers off of his back, Ooh. never Dan, using his leg. Dan, I'll do this show with you. He could have killed him. That's yeah. pure. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, no, no. Watch out, coach. Thank you, That's Jessica. pure out-of-control rage and violence. Yeah. They've heard a million jokes about them. Oh, wait, that's Judd Apatow. That after is Judd Apatow. After oh. oh, wait, let me do it again. Slap. Assault. Yeah. Does Kelsey help him up? I imagine no, it being a no, thing. He knocks, Kelsey, huh? he knocks him oh. down. Then Andy Reid does that kick thing where he gets up, yeah. and then he turns into like Hulk Hogan. Where he's like, and he starts doing the thing. And then Travis Kelsey goes and he starts hitting him. And then Andy's like, and then he hits him again. He's like, and then he gives one of these. The Matumbo finger. Really? Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And he's like, kick. And then he bounces off the wall. And he goes, leg drop on him. Billy's going to be really hurt after this stand. <laughs> yeah, just like Don Zimmer. I think he's hurt now. I think he needs help up, too. Can we just end with the old Andy Reid? Andy Reid just doing that thing. Put the Andy Reid thing up there. Do the thing. Do that thing right oh, there. Oh, man, do I love this video. Billy's not breathing. I'm going to watch this for the next he's month. Oh, yeah, come here. Now I've fallen completely, yeah, yeah, yeah. and now I'm going to make try to back. Uh, I can't yeah. do that. Little, how's your uncle right here? Oh, no. He looks down at it to see, like, am I in the right spot here? Get on up here, yeah. So you guys aren't going to do what I wanted you to do. What do you want to do again? Super Bowl week, Dano. In any way. He hit him in the penis. (laughs) Whoa! Go pee-pee. 
Stu here for my friends over at Simply Safe. When you travel, do concerns back home nag you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? That's why I recommend investing in Simply Safe Home Security today for award-winning security and peace of mind wherever your summer plans take you. I've had Simply Safe in my home for many years now. The peace of mind it gives me, especially during the summertime when I'm all over the place, is incredible because I know the things I care about, the things I value back home. I can always keep an eye on it using Simply Safe's indoor and outdoor cameras. So do me a favor. Before you head out on your next vacation, make sure to protect your whole home with Simply Safe's variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, plus add sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, no contracts to worry about, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. So right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash DLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.